Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by American Express. Coming up on NBA Today, tonight it was supposed to be the monster MVP matchup between the Joker and Joel Embiid, but now Joel Embiid is out, so we have news on his status. And what's going on with Luka Kyrie and the Mavericks breaking down the trouble in Texas? Is Big Perk ready to proclaim Dallas is done? Plus, LeBron, he is back thanks to the LeBron of foot doctors. (laughs) All right, hear that sound and see how he looked at his return. NBA Today starts right now. We start today's show with breaking news on NBA Today, presented by American Express. Our Adrian Wojnarowski and Ramona Shelburne reporting that Joel Embiid has been ruled out with a calf injury against Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets. As you can see, Embiid did go through shoot-around this morning. That's him getting some treatment on his leg. So for more on Embiid's absence, we bring in senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj, what more can you tell us about what went into Joel's status here? Uh, Malika, just simply the load that Joel Embiid has been carrying, uh, the density of this uh, Sixers schedule recently led the team uh, to rule him out tonight in this much-anticipated matchup with Nikola Jokic, the two-time defending MVP uh, and a player that Embiid had 47-18 and against earlier this season in Philadelphia. Uh, MB played a back-to-back over the weekend against the Warriors and the Suns. And I think once he played that back-to-back, I think it became more unlikely uh, that the team was going to want him to play uh, this game against Denver tonight. So so he's out. And uh, that uh, meeting of uh, the two, I think the two frontrunners for mm-hmm. MVP, along with Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, it's not going to happen. And, uh, you know, you know Joel Embiid loves to play in these big games, although he hasn't played in Denver now. Uh, This will be a third straight year he's missed playing there. So uh, no Embiid uh, joker tonight in Denver. Yeah, and you mentioned the workload that Joel Embiid has been carrying. It's just the third game that he's missed since January 10th, playing in 33 of 35 games here. Woj, thank you. You mentioned Giannis. Please do not go too far. We will have an update on Giannis Antetokounmpo shortly. But I want to head to Denver now and bring in our reporters, Tim Bontemps and Ohm Young Masuk, live from Denver. Tim, I want to start with you here. You were actually at the Sixers shoot-around. What more can you tell us about Joel Embiid, what he went through this morning? Well, Malika, as Adrian said, Joel Embiid went through part of shoot-around this morning, wasn't able to finish it, and then he got that that right calf iced up afterward. And this is something he's been dealing with since Wednesday's game in Chicago. He didn't play the second half of that game with right calf tightness. And then, as Adrian said, he played in those games Friday and Saturday in Golden State and then in Phoenix. But Joel Embiid throughout this season has been consistent about one thing. He wants to be healthy for the playoffs. Right. This is a guy who time after time has had freak injuries, unfortunate accidents have happened with him, and it's 
it's, a for, it's forced him to play in the postseason at less than 100%. Just last year, he got his thumb caught on a jersey and got an elbow in the face during the playoffs and obviously was not himself in their second-round series against the Miami Heat. He has wanted to get to the playoffs 100% this whole time, and despite the fact he's right there in the MVP race, that is his number one goal, and that's the Sixers' number one goal. And I think when you look at what happened here today and with him not playing in this game against Nikola Jokic tonight, it's safe to say that is the overriding message from the Sixers that they want to be 100% going into these playoffs with Joel Embiid fully healthy and ready to go. All right, so no Joel Embiid tonight, but let's talk about James Harden. He's missed three straight, four of the last five. Can we expect to see him tonight? I think we've got a pretty good chance, Malik, of seeing James Harden back on the court tonight. As you said, he's missed the last three games after having Achilles soreness last Monday in uh, in Philadelphia against Chicago, went two for 14 from the field, played 47 minutes, was limping in the locker room, has sat out the last three games, but today he went through shoot around fully, including at the end of it, throwing the ball off the backboard and dunking it. Ooh. Looked really good moving around. It was a far cry from what he looked like on Friday in Golden State when he didn't really do much of anything. Um, Doc Rivers said before that game in Golden State that there was a decent chance he could play in Phoenix and a better chance he'd play tonight. I think from what we saw this morning, there's a very good chance at least one of the two Sixers stars will be on the court tonight here in Denver. Okay, so fingers crossed here for James Harden. Let's go to the Denver side of this matchup because we've talked about it. The, the clash of the MVPs, if you will, here, Ohm. How much, though, does Nikola Jokic, does he care as much as we care about that back-to-back-to-back MVP? Malika, it's probably the thing that he hates talking about the most is MVP. <laughs> Nikola Jokic doesn't even really like dealing with the media. But you have to look at the way he plays, and maybe that does the talking for him. The other night against the leading candidate for Defensive Player of the Year, Brooke Lopez, he was incredibly aggressive in the first quarter, something you don't often see. Usually Jokic likes to feel his way out. He likes to pass, but he scored 11 points in that first quarter, getting very physical with Brooke Lopez, getting Lopez in foul trouble. Afterwards, Aaron Gordon said, look, no, ain't nobody stopping Jokic. Defense, I don't care if you're a defensive player of the year or not. You're going to have to foul him to stop him. And even if you're fouling him, he's still going to the free throw line and he's still scoring. So I was looking forward as a voter, as an objective MVP voter, Malika. Mm. I was looking forward to this matchup to see Jokic and MB go at it and maybe influencing my vote. I guess we're just not going to see it, which I'm really disappointed. Tonight is not the night. I hope you all are able to enjoy the game nonetheless. Gentlemen, thank you for stopping by NBA Today. All right, I want to head back to the desk, bringing in Richard Jefferson, Vince Carter, Kendrick Perkins into the conversation. As a fan, though, I'm a little bummed, Richard. Uh, I get it. I get that Joel Embiid wants to be healthy for the playoffs. That's where <laughs> got it. <laughs> it's a Monday, people. But I'm, I'm bummed. I wanted to see this head-to-head. What's your reaction here? Well, I, I think that's it. I, I think, you know, so much has been made about these MVPs, especially with uh, Embiid being second the last two years in a row uh, to Jokic. And we've seen Embiid be one of those guys. It's like, oh, no, I want to win the MVP. When he talked about why he went so hard against Draymond is because he thought Draymond uh, – or he said Draymond said that, you know, uh, Jokic was the hardest right. player to guard. So when I look at this – there are certain players it's like, oh, that's what we, we want to do. And when he had 47 and whatever, but that's at home. So mm-hmm. you want to see how someone's going to show up on the road. So I think we are disappointed. We understand big picture right now. But, yeah, it, this is a disappointing – because I was I was watching we – were, we were texting yeah. during the uh, the uh, Milwaukee yep. and, and, and Denver game, and it's just like – We get a second course, oh, and now, now that's been delayed. Um, Perk, what do you think of all this? You ducking? Oh, Somebody throwing something? Somebody throwing something? Oh, man. Joel Embiid is ducking that smoke today. And y'all know how I feel about Joel Embiid. But here's the thing, right? 
He has been on record. We know how much it means to him to win this award. Mm. And here it is. You gave Jokic a spanking when they was down there in Philly. You have to give him an opportunity to get his lick back. You cannot sit out this game. I would have rather him sit out against the Phoenix Suns. Listen, I would have rather him get out, sit out against the Phoenix Suns. Here's the thing, right? When it comes down to these moments and these matchups, I have a vote. Mm -hmm. I have a vote. And when I go and I vote and I'm looking at the MVP and who I'm going to pencil in, I'm going to remember this moment. It's only fair. Jokic gave you his, he showed up to work in Philly. You have to give him his leak back. Giannis showed up in Denver. Although they got whooped, he still was available. The series tied 1-1. You have to show up and play this game no matter what if you're Joel Embiid. And right now, from my eyes and me hearing it, it seemed like he's ducking the smoke a little bit. Hmm. You know, I, I think it is what it is. And I think, like 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 they said earlier, Philly is looking at the big picture and, and they want Joel healthy and dominating in the playoffs, not regular season. Yes, they want to win as many games as possible. And I'm, I'm with what everybody is saying here. That was a matchup I was looking forward to. Is he ducking? I, I don't know. You know, it's a, I don't think he's ducking. I just think at the end of the day, the uh, doctor's trainer said, hey, you're not playing tonight? All right, cool. I'm out. You, you know how it goes. That's what it sounds uh, but yes, like. But, yes, we yeah. as the fans want to see. Yeah, yeah. We as the fans want to see that matchup because there again, I, I think it like 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 uh, Perk is saying, it will solidify. You know what he's trying to accomplish. You got to, you, you know, best who, whoever you feel like the best offensive player, and you going through the best defenders, and you putting up big numbers on them. Yeah. So, and then you can put up big numbers at their house on one of the guys that you're competing against. Yeah, man, that 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 solidifies it. But no, and, and and really quickly, like that's the tough with James Harden out, and then all of a sudden, if Embiid were to sit out the Phoenix Sun, the Phoenix Suns game, which would have been the ideal game. Like, hey, let's rest you up so you can go against this matchup versus Denver. But that's what's unfortunate yeah. is we don't get that. But you're right. If there was a game to miss, but it, it, like this right. is where you know Embiid is like, I, and same with Jokic. I'm going to play in every game until I can't play in every game, and now all of a sudden yeah. we are robbed yeah. of this amazing matchup. Yeah, and that's kind of what it sounds like. It sounds like Embiid pushed back mm-hmm. a little bit and then tried to go through shoot around, and it just it, it is disappointing, especially because. Joel Embiid, he's 5-2 and two against Nikola Jokic in his career. After coming out, what was it, 47? Another, another 47, 47 ball. If he would have scored 40 Oof. and won that game, that to me would have put him yeah, as the front runner. Say? It would have put him as the front runner right. for MVP. Hey. That's kind of a silencer. I do want to. Hey, you know how to shut a player down, though. You know how to shut a player down? You sit him on the side and ice him up. You, you ain't going in. That tells you everything you need to know. There is another There is another person in the conversation for MVP this year, Giannis Antetokounmpo. I want to bring Woj back for a little bit more on the two-time MVP. What, what can you tell us about Giannis' status tonight against the Pistons, Woj? Yeah, Malik, uh, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo has been ruled out against Detroit tonight. Uh, some right knee soreness, I'm told. Uh, is not expected to keep him out, uh, not believed to be serious. Uh, The best team in the league in Milwaukee traveling tonight to play the worst team in Detroit, and they'll do it without uh, the two-time MVP, Giannis Antetokounmpo. All right, so no Giannis tonight against the Pistons. Woj, thank you. Here's how the MVP odds are shaking out right now, at least according to the betting folks. Joel Embiid, he averaged 37 points on 50% shooting this weekend. The Sixers went 0-2, and then Nikola Jokic and Giannis Attentacumpo, they each had 31 points in their matchup on Saturday. Jokic and the Nuggets came out on top in that one. You can see how the odds shake out there. 
kind of a bummer. A whole lot of stars out. So let's have some fun. Still to come on NBA Today. You're going to go from fun to talking about the Mavs? <laughs> let's talk about Speaking Dallas. About fun. Uh, they may not have won any games, many yet together, but we're going to talk about the drama fine. that's brewing. All right. They're going to be fine, according to Richard. Plus, well, let's talk about a, a team getting their superstar back. LeBron, back for the Lakers. We're going to dive into that coming up. And the men's and the women's, the final four, they have been set. So we have an extra special edition of the Upper Room, the best NCAA tournament dunks in history. I promised I would step up my game this week, Vince. Uh Uh-oh, here we go. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. NBA Today is presented by American Express. Don't live life without it. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by American Express. Richard's back in studio, but you know who else is back? Uh-huh. LeBron James. Oh, yes. He came off the bench for just the second time in his career. The last time was December 11th, 2007. Remember this? Uh, I, I don't, but... The fact that he last time was a thousand games ago, and most players don't play a thousand games. A thousand six hundred and eighty career games ago. Ah, uh, good for him. To be precise. Probably deserved to come off the bench then. Well, he did the whole festivity with the chalk and all of the stuff. But here's LeBron back in action. No, it was impressive to watch him. Like. Uh, watching the game, look, it looks like he's lost probably about 10, 12 pounds. He looks slender. He looks lighter trying to keep that pressure off the foot. But ultimately, they could just not get into a rhythm there in that first half. Yeah, the Bulls up by double figures here. LeBron James going to work over his former teammate Alex Caruso gets that one to go. But every time the Lakers made a push, the Bulls, they had an answer for this one. So pushing ahead to the fourth quarter here. A couple possessions later, the Lakers down 99-82. LeBron James full steam ahead. Look out. No, it was impressive. But this is the thing. You're going to run into me and Dave we're talking about before the show. It's like they've got some issues as you see that deep three. If they're knocking down threes, that's game. But they got some issues with that lineup. Let's take a listen to LeBron James after the game. I felt okay. Um, obviously, you know, the rhythm is the most important. You know, I had um, a couple, you know, drives and the ball got away from me. A couple shots didn't feel as uh, good as before, obviously. But, you know, I was out for four weeks. So between that and the wind, um, just got to get those things back um, leading to the final stretch of the season. When the doctors told me I was uh, healing faster than anybody I've seen before with the injury. Did anyone ever suggest surgery? Yeah, two doctors. Why did you decide against it? Because I went to LeBron James of feet. And he told me I should. The LeBron James of feet. Okay. 
Um, there's still plenty of uncertainty in the West play and field. Two and a half games, they separate the 7 through the 12 seed. And so as it stands, you can see right there, the Lakers, they would play the Thunder in a 9-10 matchup for their chance to keep their playoff hopes alive. And EP ESPN's BPI gives LA about the eighth best odds to make the playoffs in the West. LeBron James a feat? Uh, LeBron James a feat. Think, uh, that, that's I think those are the people on my wiki feet. Uh, there's a lot of wiki feet out there. There's a lot of wiki feet. <laughs> we don't need to talk about my wiki feet. Yeah. That's, that's why I don't wear open toe shoes. Anyways, moving on. Big Perk is joining us Speaking now. Speaking of wiki feet, what's up, Perk? Gross. Richard, I want to start with you here. Dave McMenamin with us as well. To try to get this on back back on track, please, Richard, what did you take away from LeBron's return? Uh, he's, just, he's his best PR person of all time. I want to know who the doctor is that the LeBron of feet because he must be very, very good for a very long time. But all kidding aside, what I, what I take from LeBron is this. He's back. He's ready. His teammates know there's a final push. Back when he was talking about this was the most important, I think, 25 games of his career. Now it's down to a small segment. What do they got? Eight games left. So I look at this. This was a good start, from my opinion, before they go on this road trip. Right. There's some winnable games there. If they play right around 500, I think they get in. If they play slightly above, I think they have a chance to move up to the 7-8. If they play below 500, they risk moving out. So it all falls within just this stretch. Hmm. Perk? What happened with LeBron feet and him being back last night, first of all, he looked phenomenal. It don't even look like he skipped a beat. Yeah. But it was the Patrick Beverly healing. That's mm. what happened. The Patrick Beverly healing. And why I say that is because it just goes to show you the competitive nature in LeBron James. Like, here it is. He heard everything that Patrick Beverly was saying. He know he knows and he listens and he watches and he sees every single thing. He knows the shots that Pat Bell shot at them since he's been traded from the Lakers. And that's the competitive nature in LeBron James. Yeah. That's why he really wanted to come back last night. So I look at it overall. I thought he didn't miss a beat. I thought he ran the floor well. I thought he moved well. I thought his cardio was up. They just didn't get the dub. But everything else... With the Lakers being healthy and they have D'Angelo Russell available on the floor with the way that AD and Austin Reeves and those guys been playing, they're about to go on a, a, a nice little win streak to, uh, and they're going to close the gap in my opinion. I, I think they're going to finish in the sixth seed, to be honest with yeah. you. So one could, all, or could, could argue that they were ultra strong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I see what I did there. Dave, all right, the Lakers, they have seven games left, four on the road. What are their plans the for managing LeBron's minutes moving forward? Well, much the same way LeBron kind of managed his return and caught some of the people within the team off guard, quite frankly. I checked in with one of the Lakers' assistant coaches on Saturday, and I broke the news to him that LeBron was on the verge of coming back good at your job. against the Bulls. Yeah, pretty good. That's why I'm sharing the desk with you guys. Uh, but they aren't going to put too much on his plate, but there's a reason why LeBron's already back. He wanted to use this eight-game stretch to get the kinks worked out relatively quickly so then they can actually play you know, some strong basketball four or five games yeah. heading into whatever is going to follow after April 9th, whether that's the playing tournament, whether that's the playoffs. LeBron admitted that the fact that the team went eight and five in his absence, that motivated him to get back quicker. And it wasn't necessarily Pat Beverly that motivated him, Perk. It was his team motivated him because he and wanted to be a part of what they Pat were doing. Bad. It wasn't just, it was a lot of people been chirping. Oh, my gosh. A lot of chirping. There's a, a, lot, a lot of, of a lot of 
stupid statements and conversations have been had, and I have been glad I have been off work because some of the things from people that I respect and some people that I don't really know or respect were saying some absolutely insane things, and we're just going to leave it at that because Herc knows his name. Uh, <laughs> Dave, what are you looking at down the stretch here that gives you confidence in the Lakers? What are the things that you want to see to give them confidence in what they're going to do in the postseason? Well, their defensive efficiency has been in the top five since they made the trades. That's going to carry them. They need to take care of the basketball. 18 turnovers against the Bulls isn't going to get done. Five of them were from LeBron, and that compromises your defense because you're constantly playing three-on-two, two-on-one, running back on your heels, and team Teams are getting whatever they want, getting to the rim and then spraying out for threes, or then you got to foul them, and then right. they're getting in the bonus. It's a myriad of problems that can happen if you aren't taking care of the basketball. So getting that focus back, I believe, will help them a lot. And then they got to figure out the rotation. Rui Hachimura didn't play against the Bulls. Lonnie Walker got minutes as kind of a reward for mm-hmm. his big game against the Thunder. Darvin Ham's got to figure this thing out, stick with his 9-10 guys, and go forward these final seven games with a clear delineation of what the rotation is going to be. The one good thing about this turnover thing is that this is something that they're going to have to address on the road mm-hmm. because they're not typically an out-shoot-you team. Mm-hmm. So if you're giving other teams an extra 10-12 possessions where they're already most likely a better shooting squad than you, and twos, you know, they're not as much as threes. So don't give them extra opportunities. That's the analysis you kind of You know, it's the high-level stuff. I do. I do have a question for you, though, Richard. What, what are you the LeBron James of? Bald men. <laughs> and with that, let's go to break. Um, still to come. Someone. No, I, I, today it is extra I'll shiny. To, I'll go toe-to-toe with anybody. Let's go. We're not dome talking to about dome. Wouldn't you go toes? Wouldn't you go dome to dome? Dome to dome. Dome to dome. No yeah. more toes to toes. Class, we don't need more, no more crusty feet. All right, still to come on NBA Today. Big perk. Is he about to declare the Mavericks as done? <laughs> Tim McMahon, he takes us inside the turmoil within that organization thanks to their recent skin. I might keep this button open. Please close it. Nah. You're disgusting. Monday. You're disgusting. Monday. <laughs> Give people some of that Monday juice. Oh, no. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, welcome back. we got to catch you up on what's going on with the Dallas Mavericks. And spoiler alert, spoiler alert. It wasn't good, Richard. So this is what happened on Friday. Mavs 16-point favorites in this one against the Hornets. And guess what? Like you, Richard, the Hornets, they did not care who no. was the favorite. They came out. And we're on fire. No, they they were. Look, they're a competitive team. 
They got some talent. They're guys that are fighting. That's the one thing about this stretch of the season is like teams, while you might not be playing for anything, maybe a contract, sometimes you get a chance to oh, make no, other man. people Dennis misery. Smith Jr. was playing for something. Yeah, but you see Patrick Beverly talking about, I want to knock the Lakers out. You don't think that the, the Charlotte Hornets, for sure. them, these are playoff games. Can so, we ruin it for Dallas? They get the win on Friday, but surely you think, all right, it's weird. This is a weird night. Charlotte's coming off back-to-back. They're going to get another chance. The Mavericks are against Charlotte in a couple of days. Charlotte gets a 117-109 win, but that was not the case. So let's go ahead to Sunday. Uh Sunday fun day. Sunday in Charlotte. Third quarter here. Kyrie Irving, watch him, called for the foul, and then he brings a ref over to the other end of the court to have a heckler, a fan ejected. Fine. Security escorted the heckler out of the arena. That was that. Then less than a minute later, watch here, Luka Dantich. Goes to work, his shot, no good. But he wants a foul called, but instead he was called for the technical foul. He got a 16th, he would have been suspended for tonight's game, but the NBA rescinded that call. So Luka had 40 points, 12 rebounds, eight assists. He's gonna be in action for this game against the Pacers. All right, look. It's not for a lack of talent on the offensive end. Obviously, it's not even a lack of superstars, but there is a cohesion that is missing defensively, and that's the issue. So the Hornets get the win, 110-104. This is what it looked like. Take a listen to what the weekend sounded like for the Mavs. It was awful. Dog This season hasn't been what we think it was going to be. It's really frustrating. I think you can see it with me on the court. I used to have really fun smiling on court, but it's just been so frustrating. I never like to see things go sideways between someone in the stands and a player. He just called me on my name, so I just had to make sure I looked him out of eye, see if he would say it to my face. You know, a lot of fans say things when you turn in your head or they say it in the crowd because they can get away with it. Sometimes you can play down to your competition. Sometimes you take things for granted. It's just, you know, unfortunate that we let these two games go. And so we got to figure out how to stop the bleeding. All right, now we welcome in our Mavs reporter, Tim McMahon. So let's just jump right in. What is the level of concern here, Tim, within the organization at this very moment? Malika, sound the damn alarms. Mm. I mean, Jason Kidd tried to. When he's talking about they're playing like dog beat, And then they come out the next game against the same bad Hornets team, missing three of their best players. And it's a worse start. I don't know. What's worse than dog, cat, squish, whatever it was. That's what the Mavericks did. And look, man, you had Luka Doncic acknowledging Friday night. He is as frustrated as he's ever been. Now, he said it's not just about basketball. There are some, some things that he's dealing with in his private life. But... The reason that they made the Kyrie Irving trade, this was a desperate move. Jason Kidd wanted it and Luka Doncic wanted it. Luka wanted it because he was so frustrated that the Mavericks, despite him playing at a near MVP level, were mediocre. He was miserable in mediocrity and they have been worse than that since the trade. This is the most disappointing team in the NBA. They've got a top 10 protected pick. They owe the New York Knicks. At this point, the question is, are they keeping their pick? Are they keeping their pick that stopped him protected coming off the West Finals last year? This is a total 
debacle. Okay, and there's some numbers to back that up because I'm looking at this. Since the trade deadline, the Mavs are last in opponent second chance points per game, last in rebounds per game, last in opponent field goal percentage at the rim, 28th in blocks, 27th opponent paint points per game, tied for 27th in skills per game. The list goes on and on and on. So I think people look at the trade deadline and say, oh, wait, that's when Kyrie Irving went to the Dallas Mavericks. So is it fair? How much of the blame is there on Kyrie Irving's shoulders, if any? The only blame I'm going to put on Kyrie Irving's shoulders is he did not shoot the ball well during this home-and-home sweep by the Charlotte Hornets. But look, we all know Kyrie Irving's track record and and the chaos tends to surround him. He has been a professional during his time in Dallas. He has not created any of these problems. You've had his teammates talk about what a great teammate that he's been. This is not a Kyrie Irving problem. Mm. Trading for Kyrie did not fix the problems that they had. Matter of fact, by giving Dorian Finney-Smith up in that deal, it made their problems worse. They went from a bad defensive team to an awful defensive team. They're also one of the worst rebounding teams in the NBA. You want to talk about problems, let's go back to the offseason. Let's talk about bungling the Jalen Brunson situation. That was the domino that led you giving up essentially the second best player on the West Finals team, then the third and the fourth and an unprotected pick for a rental of Kyrie Irving where you're going to have to throw a bunch of money to have a hope of keeping him. And then let's talk about, hey, they knew rim protection and rebounding were glaring issues for this team. They went out and gave JaVale McGee a three-year deal Hmm. and a promise of the starting job, okay? Because they say, hey, seven-footer, athletic, he can protect the rim, he can rebound. He started eight games. They had to pull the plug despite that promise. It was that bad. Since the All-Star break, JaVale McGee has played three minutes and 31 seconds. If we want to start finger-pointing for problems, we can start with Mark Cuban, who's still ultimately the primary basketball decision-maker for the Dallas Mavericks. Oof, all right, so 99 problems, and we need to digest all of them. Tim, thank you so much for joining us here on NBA Today. Richard, we just heard a, a laundry list of stuff. Yeah, I got 99 problems. One of them is you. Oh, my God. Yeah, that hit let's me straight go. Let's on get the out of here. You're, uh, using all, you're using all of my stats. Hey, you use my stats. I have papers. This is Don't Stat Me, presented by Richard Jefferson. <laughs> me, yes. We're talking about me in the third person. Now, look. I want to show the first graphic. Tim alluded to it. Malika alluded to it. This is the thing. Last year when they made a conference finals run, now let's let's put it in perspective, people. They beat the Phoenix Suns, and the Phoenix Suns had destroyed them. They had destroyed them consistently over the course of the regular season, even in the first two games of that of that postseason. And then they made this jump. They made a great defensive jump. They figured out the Phoenix Suns. So were they a top two team? No, they probably weren't even a top three team last year, but they made a great playoff run, and they wanted to build off this. But look at their deficient uh, defensive efficiency, 7th. Field goal percentage, 12th. Field goal percentage at the rim, 14th. Now look at where they are this year. Now this should not tell, if just by looking at the numbers, you can see the record should be a severe drop-off. But we're going to dissect it more because this is don't stat me. So we're going to give you a little bit more. So since we talked about last year versus this year, and I don't even need these papers anymore because Malika already told you, is now before the trade, they were last in, in rebounding. After, they were last. So they're keeping it consistent. You got to respect that. They were 18th in field goal percentage at the rim. Last. Second chance points, 17th. Last. Paint points, 14th. 20, they're basically last in all of these things. 27, 26, they're in the same space. He's going to try and shoot at me. They're in the same space as like 
like the Detroit Pistons when we're talking about they're in the same rate as like the Houston Rockets and the Detroit Pistons and maybe the Warriors on the road. That's what the Warriors are. So my point is this, is that it's a defensive issue. They got to the conference finals being the defensive first team, but they weren't going to really able to get too much further because they didn't have enough offense. They didn't have enough firepower. That's where Luka was getting frustrated. He was leading the league in scoring, doing all of this stuff, and his team was right there in the middle of the pack, just struggling to get in the postseason. So for them, Kyrie is a great addition, but they need defensive help and they need rebounding help badly. Badly. No, I think you laid that all out. Okay, very, Doug, very yeah, that's well. your hair tie. It's not no, mine. I, I literally said one question. Why do you have a hair tie? You well, it was on the balls, desk. It was on the desk. Balls, I was wondering why. Balls. Yes. I don't know why. Well, the Mavs, thank you for that breakdown. You're Richard. welcome. They are part of our ESPN NBA doubleheader this Wednesday night. Luca, Kyrie, and Dallas, they visit Philadelphia, as you can see behind you. Sorry for the, the Richard <laughs> shot. And then it's followed by the Wolves and the Suns game. Major seating implications. I don't know the coverage why I begins this with NBA countdown. All right. Who's ready? Ooh. The upper room, baby. Oh we're doing a special edition on a Monday because we're doing the best dunks in NCAA tournament history. Coming up next. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're watching NBA Today, presented by American Express. So the men's and women final four, they are set. So we wanted to give everyone some, some, some love, some college hoops loves on NBA Today. And so Vince Carter, we're yeah. going to do a very special edition of what? The Upper Room, baby! The Upper Room. So just to remind everybody how this works, we will present the best NCAA tournament dunks in history to one Mr. Vince Carter, and he will pick one, and only one, that gets to make it into the Upper Room. Perk! Close your mouth, bro. You're first. Yeah, man, what's wrong with you, bro? I thought the screen was frozen. No, I feel... First of all, first of all, I didn't hear anything about it on my talent call about the Upper Room. This, I feel like this is a setup. Oh, this but I'm going to go ahead oh, and go along with it because call, I won it last was a week. Something call. fishy is going it on. It was a let's talent go. call. That's why you were excluded. Wow. Well, Please who do go you ahead, have, Perk. <laughs> I got, hey, look, VC, I think you could appreciate appreciate this Ooh. as you being a two-guard. I got Clyde Ooh. the Glide. Clyde the Glide Drexler with the mini fro. With the mini fro. And you should have a, 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 some, some type of appreciation because he actually got Al in his head, VC, and y'all played the same position. <laughs> Look at where he took off from. Look Five at the cuff on it. Look this at is how the he became Clyde the Glide. Look at... That's what I'm saying. Know. He just got overshadowed nice. at times because of Jordan. That was nice. He did, RJ. 
What do you got, RJ? You Can you top it's that? True. I got to go to my favorite Laker of all time. Oh. My guy, Magic Johnson. Magic? The man that, yes, my, he's my he favorite dunked. Laker. All the, yeah, he dunked in the championship game. Go ahead, look at the referee, looked at the guy too. Oh, hey, listen, my, my, listen, my biggest issue is this, is the poor guy, Bob Heaton, he's been getting it his whole life. He's had to live for however many years watching this, Bob. <laughs> Nothing but respect, but Magic, we got to call out the names. Magic's pointing at him, too. That would give him a technical back, and the, now would give him a technical. they throw him out because the league is soft. Sean Kemp, dunk on you and point at Miss. you. You and Magic Johnson. This it wasn't. That was the greatest national championship game, and we would not be standing here if it wasn't for that national championship game. I think that all those are sweet. They're nice. But I, I promised you, Vince Carter, that I would up my game. Perk was getting a little bit too close for comfort. So the year is 1996. <laughs> you were one years old. I was one. But I'm going to let this speak Ooh. for itself here, Vince Carter. And you know why. Nah, bro. You know why. I do. Because. Oh, DC, I you in that game? DC, I didn't know you were in that game, bro. I, 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 oh. Hey, but hey, not. RJ, not not only was I in the game, I was guarding Darvin. So you were guarding Darvin <laughs> on this play that I think we need to oh. see just one more time. The backboard comes down. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You can make all of your excuses, Vince Carter, as to what happened and what went down. And, 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 but you don't need to make them to me. No, no. You don't need to make them to me. You need to make them to Lakers head coach Darvin, Darvin Ham. What's up, good people? in the building. Welcome to NBA Today, Darvin. Walk me through that. Walk me through that from your perspective. What's up, What's up, coach? How we doing, man? Boy, this How is crazy. You can apologize. You can make your excuses I'm, I'm to him. ABC is not me, bro. They keep scratching on that old scab and keep reopening yeah, it, man. You know, I, I mean, feel for you, bro. Darvin, I feel just for you. walk us through that dunk. What happened was... Tell your story, what, man. Go ahead. What happened? Tell your story. Well, he, Vince did exactly what his coach told him to do. You know, I wasn't, you know, we had a bunch of shooters and I wasn't one of them. So he could double off me and go double Jason. But Jay you had Sasser. that score. <laughs> but we had Jason Sasser, man, who was All-American that year. He was our leading scorer. And, you know, I played with him over the course of three seasons. I knew oh. how he would miss. Ooh. And I had a straight runway to the oh. basket. And, you oh. know, I appreciate Earl. Literally. Magic Johnson, a legend. I appreciate Clyde the Glide, no doubt. But... You, you talk about the upper room. You gotta have massive Ooh. destruction and swag Ooh. and the walk off and oh. blood and change the rim. Like that's the winner, bro. Like, hand down. Oh. He said blood. VC, have you apologized to Antoine Jameson for that? Have you apologized to Antoine? We had a conversation yes. about it. But listen, 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 listen. The crazy thing about this, and, and I've, I've said it to, to Darvin and, and to Antoine, literally. Uh, on my podcast, the VC show, y'all check it out. Um, I, my job was when Gerald got the uh, when Sass got the ball in the post, turned his back, we go double team. I did my job. I double team. He threw up a shot, and I was running the half court to do my thing on the other end. I was at half court waiting for the outlet because it was he was a you, miss. You, you was Sir Wicker, Everybody's you was watching. Didn't block him out. Watch here. I'm going to double team. Everybody's looking Oof. at the rim. Nobody blocking this man out. I'm at half court. Now, while I'm at half court, glass flew to half court on the floor by me. That's how that's yeah, how crazy that. That's why I look like he that. Didn't, he didn't get a basketball outlet. He got a piece of glass oh. to outlet. Oh. 
I got a piece of glass. No lie. Darvin, and then what happened to your arm on that play? Lateral damage. Oh, I didn't care. I, it was just, it was all, man. He I was ain't got time to bleed. Man. No, I ain't got no, time to bleed. No, what makes me Malika. Yes, Vin. Malika, they brought a new goal out that took 35, 45 minutes to redo. Yes. And then in the second half, he gets the ball on the fast break. Shaman Williams and I are standing next to each other. Darvin's coming down, and we moved out of the way because we remember what he did in the first half. All I'm hearing, Vince, and that's no lie. Coach, is all hey, the reasons why. Yes, yes, yes Malika. <laughs> so Vince Carter. Yes, Malika. Yes, Malika. Who's headed Darvin to the Hale. upper room? Yeah. Welcome <laughs> to there the upper go. room. Vince. Go. I got no complaints. I'm not even Final salty. service. I'm not even asking him to call. He didn't return my Mr. call. Mr. Hale. <laughs> Darvin, my friend, I Nobody appreciate you call. helping me. I, I needed to get I needed to get a little separation between me and Kendrick Perkins. It was getting too close for comfort. Yeah, you don't Absolutely. want to get too close to Kendrick. Malika, we appreciate it. You don't want to get too close to Kendrick. Well, thanks for having me, man. We Shout know you got some NBA stuff today, to do. Thank <laughs> you so much, Darv. Good luck against the Chicago Bulls. We appreciate it. Safe travels. Yeah. All I've heard is me and Darvin are winners now. So uh, let's let's throw up those standings. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, all I know is now I'm two up on Perk. Oh, we get it. Two we up on it. Perk. NBA Today will be right back. Darv, thanks for stopping by. I'm not coming back to this. We don't want you back. That's fine. <laughs> the Kings have now won 40 games for the first time since 2005-2006. De'Aaron Fox, the bonus and them brothers are balling. And their offense is legit. They made the smart plays, the tough plays, the big baskets. They were well coached. Mike Brown is the coach of the year by a landslide. We ain't taking no shit from nobody. Trust me on that. They get easy shots really easily. Why don't we believe in them? This one is cooked, glazed, and ready to be sliced. Music to our ears. Baby, the Kings, the Kings, they are one win away from clinching their first playoff berth since 2005-2006. Their 16-season playoff drought is the longest by any team in NBA history. And they can also clinch a playoff spot tonight, tonight, with a loss from the Suns or a loss from the Clippers. Let's take a listen to the Kings at shoot around. Uh, you know, we're not going to be going on vacation here in eight games. Um, so I think it's it's exciting for everyone here, but at the same time, you know, that's just, you know, getting to the postseason is just one step, right? You actually want to make noise. You want to win a playoff series. You want to, you know, go further than that. So I think we still have, like I said, a lot of work to do. So what are you expecting outside? Uh, Golden oh, One gonna Center. Be, it's going to be crazy. I mean, people enjoy themselves, uh, but to be the, the to be the team that finally breaks a 16-year a 16-year streak, um, I don't know what I'm expecting. But I know it's, even on a Monday night, guys, it's, it's going to be it's going to be lit. That's right. We're not talking about Cabo at this point. Welcoming in our senior writer for Anscape, Mark Spears. Mark, what is the mentality inside this team right now? Well, they're not going to be scoreboard watching tonight because Harrison Barnes said they don't need to. He said there's 15,000 fans here who will tell them if the Suns have lost uh, before their game, which would put them into the playoffs. So they're, they're expecting a great atmosphere with cowbells and yelling and perhaps crying inside the arena. And then outside the arena, man, they have this great pavilion area where the people that don't have one of the 18,000 tickets can be outside and partying. 
they expect is what he said lit uh, Davis Stern and K Street to be crazy tonight. So I don't know what the city is planning, but the Kings players are expecting a party outside of their arena tonight. Well, the Kings, they can clinch with a win over the Timberwolves, but that is a tall task. The Timberwolves have been playing well. They are coming off a back-to-back with that win yeah. over the Golden State Warriors. So they're not an easy team to beat. But tonight, oof, it could be a party in Sacramento. Mark Spears, thank you so much for joining us. And also for calling this since day one. We will have you on for all King stuff coming up here in the future because their party, it keeps on going into the playoffs. Mark, thank you so much. The party also is continuing on NBA Today right now. Still to come on our show. Ronnie James, like father, like son. The event that you need to hear about that will be showcasing him coming up next. NBA Today is presented by American Express. Don't live life without it. Before Tuesday's McDonald's All-American Games, the Powerade Jam Fest, it takes place tonight at 7.30 Eastern on ESPNU. Some of the nation's best athletes are going to be participating in the dunk contest. And among them, we have El Marco Jackson, who's committed to Kansas, Mookie Cook, who committed to Oregon, and Brawny James. And you know who's judging it? Cheney and Neca. I'm okay with Neca, but Cheney, eh, you know. Cheney and Neca Gumake are going to be the judges yeah. on that one. And speaking of Brawny, Vince, we, we got to show you his dunk package and get your thoughts. How do you assess his bunnies here? <clears throat> you know, watching Brawny, uh, you know, as a young man and then obviously going through his high school career, like his bounce, like you've seen he's put time into his body and into his, his game and obviously his hops. Like, it just went from, yeah, he's dunking it to now between the legs. Ooh. Like, easy hops. And he's dunking with ease now. Like, watching him go between the legs, I was impressed. I was like, yo, right, right here. Like, look at that. With ease. And I'm, I'm, I've been impressed. Oh, here, here's LeBron James. What year is this? 2003? Yeah, last yeah. dunk contest he was in. <laughs> It was the last dunk contest. I will say no, though, that, you're not. There, there's no lies told. No, no Lil Bronny. Lil Bronny's got a bionic leg, just like his pops. Though he got a bionic left leg. Yeah, and, and that's what he did in, in that dunk contest. He was just showing people how high he could jump. You know, he had a bionic left leg, and that's mm. what, like, I mean, just mm. everything off one leg. You look at that. Well, Vince, it's crazy. here you are in 1995. Please show mine. Ugh, we show yours ago. all the time. Yeah, but the, look at that skinny kid. Ooh. Ooh. Ew. 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 Aerodynamic. Ah. Ew. Well, Took off we, from the free throw line in Richard, high school. We actually, we actually, we Missy actually want to see dunks this worse some. But, but this, uh, that's you. why we're not showing you yours. KG. I knew that was coming. But it's the thing, though, VC. <laughs> See, people don't understand. They were like, Richard, you've been bald forever. And it's like, yes, that used to be the thing back in the day. We'd shave it. Be like Jalen Rose. Well, don't worry, Richard. Yeah! <laughs> we got your back. There we go. You guys perk, know I had like, three ahead, dunks perk, in this. Got? That's not what we want to see. Yeah! You did? <laughs> 
So you guys don't know. <laughs> what were the was, other dunks? I was preparing my career in media long before I got up here. Mm. I was like, oh, the internet, this new thing, they're going to love this. TikTok? What? Big fan. RJ, it what was Reebok. What was your rock, other dunk? I was rocking Reebok. You had hair crap. there, though. Look at that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that was just a short time. No. I just got a fade because I thought I was going to be on TV. What I were your other late. dunks? Um, what were my other dunks? Look, Ooh, I don't, you, yeah, I'm, right. not, like, I'm not one to brag. I've never seen them. I'm not one to brag, but, you know, <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, we know you are. All right, the, these are the folks who are participating in tonight's Jam Fest. Give us a, some more highlights than what you gave us, Richard Jefferson. Shanae and Neca. they are going to be among the judges. So we'll see if we agree with their scores tomorrow. Oh, they're going to be trash. So uh, I, I, gonna be, I wish all these kids the best of luck. <laughs> I wish these kids the best of luck. Man, you, uh, what, I'm a hater? Yes, my whole life. I see life. Sean Stewart, That's Orlando. That's going to do I'm it for boy. us here on NBA so Today. Much, and it's coming me. up next. Richard. If Kirk has zero haters, I am no longer <laughs> okay. on this planet. It's Ball good to have you back. We will see.